Hello, and welcome to Quick Hits. I'm your host, Phil Gursky, president of Borealis Threat Risk Consulting. This podcast has its genesis in a report that's just been issued by the Washington Post, a statement by U.S. President and some of U.S. senior U.S. officials with respect to the decision to assassinate, kill, take out, whatever word you want, the former head of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, IRGC, General Qasem Soleimani, last Friday. And originally, the American administration had said that there was good intelligence that the IRGC, and more particularly the head general, posed a clear and present danger to United States or U.S. interests, and that's why the decision was made to take him out in an airstrike. There's a lot of speculation and a lot of doubts expressed in the immediate aftermath of that particular attack. Uh, Unnamed officials in the U.S. administration said that, in fact, there was no such intelligence pointing to a clear and present danger, which led to the question as to why the U.S., and more particularly why Donald Trump, elected to make that decision at this particular time. The IRGC has been a thorn in the side for the Americans for the better part of 40 years, They've known about General Soleimani for a very long time. And let's face it, Iran is not on the uh, Christmas wish list of all U.S. administrations. So why now? Why this time? Well, now it turns out that President Trump has claimed that the missile attack that took out Soleimani was in response to intelligence that pointed out that he was directly responsible for planning attacks on four U.S. embassies, one assumes, in the region, i.e. the Middle East, Iraq, perhaps some neighboring countries in that area. This statement was made by the Trump administration because of an increasing amount of pressure, not just by average people, but by people in Congress, to justify why the decision was taken, particularly in light of the fact that the Iranians responded with their own missile attacks against an Iraqi airbase housing U.S service people, in which no one was killed. And then, of course, last Friday's, or rather last Monday's, shootdown of a Ukrainian airliner that was taking off from Tehran Airport. And we're learning today that the Iranians have finally admitted what everyone knew to be the case, was that it was a missile strike or an anti-aircraft strike that was mistakenly targeted against the Ukrainian aircraft when the person manning the machine felt that it was a perhaps a U.S. Air, aircraft or a U.S. missile that was attacking Tehran in retaliation for Iran's decision to attack the airbase where Americans were, were stationed in Iraq. So now we have it. We have this allegation that in fact there was a clear and present danger behind the attack and therefore Soleimani's assassination is justified. Well, see, here's the problem. The U.S. president has on many occasions belittled, insulted, and ridiculed the U.S. intelligence community. I have friends, as I've mentioned on many occasions, who work in the USIC who are not very happy with this particular president because he dismisses a lot of what they're doing, and now he's relying on them to actually justify or back up his claim that the missile strike against Soleimani was justified. You remember when you were a kid, there was a story we used to tell, or our parents told us, about the boy who cried wolf. This was a a young boy who was being put uh, in responsibility for looking after the sheep, you know, overnight. And he was bored. And so to get some excitement going, he would scream out that a wolf was attacking the sheep. And then all the village people would come with their pitchforks and their 
axes and everything and try to rescue him and rescue the sheep from this vicious wolf attack. And of course, it turned out there was no such attack. And the boy would laugh and laugh and laugh about the reaction of the villagers. And uh, this went on a few times uh, until one night there actually was a wolf attack. And when the boy cried wolf, the villagers said, ha, we're not going to get caught out that easily this time. So they ignored the calls. And in fact, the wolf ended up slaughtering a whole bunch of sheep. The problem with Donald Trump as President of the United States is that he can easily be seen as the boy who cried wolf. Now, why do I say that? According to one estimate, President Trump, since his inauguration in January of 2017, has made, and I'm not making this up, 15,413 lies or misleading statements. 15,000. Now, how many days has it been since January 2017? Um, somewhere on the order of about a thousand days. I'm just, just just spitballing here. So 15 lies a day since he's taken over the presidency. The problem when you tell that many lies or misstatements is that people tend not to believe you when or if you're telling the truth. In other words, Donald Trump has become the boy who cried wolf. And this is why a lot of people, even within this Washington Post article that I read that talked about the fact that the American administration said that Soleimani was targeting four U.S. embassies, there is still skepticism and still doubt at very high levels of the U.S. government over whether or not this was true. In other words, they don't believe the president when he said he had intelligence which would have justified an attack. And if that intelligence is true, that certainly put things in, in, into a different dynamic. You could argue that the attack was justified. Bottom line is we don't know whether it's true. You know, when it comes to intelligence, this is a, a tough call at the best of times. You know, I, I worked in intelligence in Canada for 32 years. On occasion, I was asked to brief some very senior Canadian officials on what we knew about a particular topic. I recall very vividly that we were asked to assess four senior decision makers way back in 2003 when Canada was being pressured to join the U.S. decision to invade Iraq on whether or not our intelligence assessment was in fact that then Iraqi president, dictator, or torturer Saddam Hussein had links to 9-11, had links to Al-Qaeda, and, and possessed weapons of mass destruction. And so we were called upon to say, well, this is our assessment. And in the end, uh, the Christian government at the time elected not to go into Iraq. And I'm not claiming that it was anything that I or my colleagues said. It was a, obviously much bigger than us. But I understand the need for intelligence. I understand the need to use intelligence to inform decision makers who have to make sometimes some really tough calls, whether to go to war, whether to launch an airstrike. And I also understand that most people never get access to that intelligence. There's a reason why intelligence is kept secret. It all has to do with methods, methods and sources. You can't blow your methods, you can't blow your sources. So there may in fact be intelligence pointing to this plot or involvement of Soleimani in attacks against U.S. embassies. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. At the end of the day, who do we trust? A president who's told 15,413 lies since 2017? I don't know. What do you think? Was the attack justified? Does this intelligence somehow change your view of things? What do you think of intelligence? What role does it play? How trustworthy is it? These are all great questions. I'd love to hear your feedback. That's it for Quick Hits number 11. You can reach me on a variety of platforms, on Gmail, borealisrisk at gmail.com, 
You can reach me on Twitter at Borealis Saves. There's a Borealis page on LinkedIn and on Facebook. I'd also ask that you consider subscribing to the content of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting. Go to my homepage, www.borealisthreatandrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button, fill in your information, and you'll get all this content. Quick hits, longer podcasts, Today in Terrorism series, perspectives, and links to the media interviews that I do on terrorism with a variety of media outlets. It'll all be sent to you automatically. Hope to hear from you. Perhaps you can give me some ideas on further podcasts. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.